This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet, until her righteousness goes forth like brightness, and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you as we conclude a week of broadcasting. And if you've been with us throughout the course of this week, you know we've been talking about the influences of God in our lives And always ask the question, are we willing to receive them and be transformed by them? We believe the most significant of all influences is the word of God itself. We read scriptures showing that rain is a picture of the word of God. For example, we started by looking at Hebrews chapter 6 verse 7, which says, For ground that drinks the rain repeatedly falls upon it and produces vegetation useful to those for whose benefit it is cultivated, partakes of a blessing from God. And the same is true for God's word, Juni, as it saturates our soil and our soul and spirit, it brings forth fruitfulness and we are blessed by God. We read Deuteronomy thirty two, verse two, which says, Let my teaching drop as rain, my speech distill as the dew, as the droplets on the fresh grass and as the showers on the herb. And we spent some time looking at Psalm 19, especially the verses that talk about the Word of God. And we'd ask you, as I read these words again, is this what what effect the Word has on you when you read the Word? Beginning at verse 7 and 8, I'm sorry, in Psalm 19. The law of the Lord is perfect, restoring the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. And the commandment of the Lord is true, enlightening the eyes. All right. Another divine influence that we spoke about was the presence of God in our lives. Are you aware of his constant presence? We looked at Exodus chapter 33 when Moses was talking to God and God's response to him to a question that Moses asked was, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Seeing clearly that rest is a result of knowing the presence of God is with us. Psalm 1611, thou wilt make known to me the path of life in thy presence is fullness of joy. In thy right hand are pleasures forevermore. We also looked at Psalm 139, beginning in verse 7. Where can I go from your spirit, or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend into heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uppermost parts of the sea, 
Even there, your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. Another divine influence is the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Do you seek them? The gifts are spiritual influences that bring forth fruit in your life. And by exercising them, you can bless others as well. Spiritual gifts are divine enablements for Holy Spirit ministry. And in days like this, Junie, and as days get worse, we're going to have to rely more on the Holy Spirit than uh, Yahoo or Google. We have people called to be led by the Holy Spirit. So today we'd like to speak about another godly influence, and that is the Holy Spirit himself. When we realize the significance of the Holy Spirit in the life of Jesus, we can easily understand the need of the Holy Spirit to move and direct our lives. And for example, here's how the Holy Spirit moved in Jesus' life. Number one, he was born of the Spirit. Luke one thirty-five. the Holy Spirit will come upon you, speaking to Mary, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. And for that reason, the holy offspring shall be called the Son of God. In Matthew one eighteen, we read, She was found to be with child of the Holy Spirit. Jesus was filled with the Holy Spirit. In John 3.34, Jesus was led by the Holy Spirit. In Matthew 4.1, we see, Then Jesus was led of the Spirit into the wilderness. He cast out demons by the Holy Spirit. In Matthew 12.28, and he said this, But if I cast out devils by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God is come unto you. He was offered on the cross of Calvary by the Holy Spirit. In Hebrews 9.14 we read, Who through the eternal Spirit offered himself without spot to God. And Jesus was resurrected by the Holy Spirit. We read in Romans chapter 8 verse 11, But if the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. And I know, Junie, you you speak of the word of God so often, saying that the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in us. And we see that's vital We have no power in and of ourselves, but the Holy Spirit should be the source of power in our life. And perhaps, Junie, as I think of it, when we read Corinthians, Paul made this incredible statement. He said, I boast in my weakness. And that's so important because God, Jesus, attained that which we have today, salvation, the cleansing by the blood, the forgiveness of sin, through what the world would call weakness. So we need to see that it's the power of the Holy Spirit that enables us to serve the Lord, to speak on behalf of the Lord, and even to pray. And we know that when we read Revelations chapter 2 and chapter 3, the angel spoke, and over and over to each church, the word is, Hear what the Spirit says to the churches. And we are the church, and we need to be people who hear what the Spirit of God is saying to each one of us. And in 2 Corinthians 5.16, we read, 
Therefore, from now on, we recognize no man according to the flesh. Though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet now we know him this way no longer. So it's an amazing, um, what can I say, influence that God has given us when he descended and the Father sent the Holy Spirit to earth. And Jesus, and actually, God has more power because he's transcendent. He covers anyone, anywhere, at any time through the Holy Spirit. And Jesus spoke when he walked the earth and told his disciples, greater things shall you do. And the reason why he was able to say that is because Jesus knew that after his resurrection, he would send to his disciples the spirit of truth and the holy comforter. So when we walk in the spirit and we yield our life to the spirit and we give our hearts to Jesus and ask Jesus to dwell in our hearts, it's actually the Lord's life in and through us that uh, does more than even Jesus did when he walked the earth because of the resurrected power. There's an authority that happened when Jesus said, it is finished. Yes. You know, June, looking at most versions of the Bible, whoever edited the version that you have, usually uh, quoted by saying, the Acts of the Apostles. But when you come to think of it, it really is the Holy Spirit moving the apostles. And this goes on because the Holy Spirit dwells in all of us today. It's the same, Shelley, when you read in the book of Acts, when Peter and John went to pray and uh, met this uh, lame man on the way. He, they, they, they said, why are you looking to us? Yes. It was the Lord who healed this lame man who went leaping and praising God. So it looked like Peter and John performed a miracle. That's right. But the truth is that the Holy Spirit, the resurrected Christ that dwelled in Peter and John, had the authority in their life because they yielded their life to Jesus, to the Holy Spirit, to our Father in yes, heaven. Yes, Lord. And as a result, they perform miracles. Yes. And I really believe the power that God wants to release for us, especially in these days, will be when we yield completely Amen. to the Lord. And, and then his life can be operative to that degree in his church. Really, and we see the power of the Holy Spirit in the end days regarding the redemption of Israel, in their redemption, because the New Testament, it says in in Jeremiah 31, will be put within them, and God will write it on their hearts. Nevertheless, there's something additional. We read in Ezekiel 36, 26, I will give you, speaking to Israel, a new heart and put a new spirit within you. And then in verse 27, we read, and I will put my spirit within you, and cause you to walk in my statutes. We have to remember that Jesus said, my words, they are life and they are spirit. And for the church, for us to realize we're living in the days of the Gentiles, Shelley and I are Jews who came to the knowledge of Jesus. And 
actually the nations have entered into the new covenant from Jeremiah and Ezekiel that was promised to Israel. And Israel as a nation will come into that according to Romans chapter 11 when the fullness yes, of the Lord. Gentiles comes in so then all Israel shall be saved. So maybe in talking about the Holy Spirit and we could spend weeks if not months on this, are we men and women who are living in the spirit and no longer in the flesh. And that will make us a distinctly different kind of people than the rest of the world, which could provoke not just our Jewish people to jealousy, but all unbelievers, whether they're from a Jewish or a Gentile background. So if you've heard the program this week, I pray you take this to heart and that we begin all to live under the influences of God. This being Friday, Junie and I want to identify ourselves with our Jewish kinsmen by reciting the Shema. And if you know it, say it along with us. Shema Yisrael, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad. Hear, O Israel, the Lord, our God, the Lord is one. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Lord. Jesus, we thank you. And thank Lord, you, Lord. Holy Spirit, we thank you. Thank you, thank Lord. Thank you that you are with us. You thank want you to direct our lives. And Lord, may our lives all glorify you by being influenced by you. In Yeshua's holy name. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShellyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShellyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.